Okay, so when you are ready, please join me in rolling out uh, your mat. And as we did yesterday, if you were here, we're going to begin practice lying on our backs today. So um, the title of today's class is Blooming Onion, and uh, that's, that's my Americanized version of uh, lotus heart, so the blooming onion, the deep fried, uh, deep fried appetizer <laughs> that is our opening hearts. Um, okay, so if you have a blanket, take it like this. So unfold it so it has um, so it's long, about half the length of your mat, and then go from the folded edge to the fringe edge. Start to make a jelly roll with your mat or with your uh, blanket. You can also do this with your mat if you don't have a blanket. Just roll up your mat again and you can lie on your mat rather than a blanket. But if you have the blanket, that's preferable. You're going to place it towards the top, uh, about one-third the way down the top of your mat. Turn over and situate the blanket behind your back, about at the bottom tip of your shoulder blades. Then lie back, lengthen through the back of the neck, release the weight of the head down. So is that uncomfortable? Is the head uh, floating precariously over the floor? If so, if you have a second blanket or a pillow of some sort, you can place that underneath the head to bring the ground closer. Extend out through the legs, lengthen through the tailbone, place the feet outer hip width distance apart, let the, uh, let the feet widen out to either side of the room. Take your arms wide enough so that they're not resting on the blanket. You might tuck your shoulder blades gently underneath you. Turn your palms up, close your eyes, and arrive. Invite yourself into this time, into this space, into this shape. Turn the gaze inward. to notice the experience of your body at this moment. Where are you feeling? What are you feeling? Begin to cultivate a sense of surrender in the physical body. Notice those spaces where your back body is meeting the floor beneath you. Release the weight of the body down into the support of the earth. Feel the earth pushing up against the back side of your body, holding you, supporting you. 
feel the air of the room across your exposed skin. Note where you feel the air most acutely. So are you most sensitive to the uh, skin of the face, the feet, the legs, the palms? And consider the temperature exchange between your body and the air around you. Consider if one is cooler than the other, and if so, which one? Feel the energetic connection between your back body and the floor, your skin and the air all around you. Notice the exchange of the breath. As you inhale, air from the outside world pulls into the body, expands the inner body, energizes the body. As you exhale, that same air now changed, escaping back into the world. Direct breath in and out through the nostrils. You might focus on the movement of air in and out through the body. Can you feel the air move in through the nostrils, follow its course into the body, into the lungs, and back out again? One concept I'd like to draw attention to today is um, the concept of having, making decisions throughout the practice. So I'm giving you instructions, but you are interpreting those instructions for your own body, for your own experience. Consider throughout the practice the choices you make Observe the effect of those choices in the body, the emotional and mental effects of those choices. And then based on all of this data collection, how do we move forward? What's the next decision? What's the next choice?
how do we navigate our practice? Begin to bring movement back to fingers and toes. You may rock arms and legs from side to side. Press your feet into the floor as you bend your knees. Extend your left arm along your left ear. Roll to your right. Roll to your left side and push your way up. Remove any padding from underneath you. And once again, come to lie on your back. Extend your arms out to a T. Bend your knees, feet on the floor. Take the feet as wide as the mat and then release the knees towards the left with an exhalation. Inhale, bring the knees back through center and exhale, release the knees to the right. Inhale through center. And exhale, left, hold here. Release the weight of the legs, and if it feels appropriate, flex the left foot and take the left ankle to the outside of the right thigh. So here is a choice. Choose to uh, take the ankle to the outside of the thigh. Observe the effects of that choice. If that, the effects of that choice are uh, pain in the knees, <laughs> then uh, perhaps make a different choice. Bring the foot back to the floor. Breathe into this shape. Notice what and where you are feeling um, this posture. Notice the face. Often our faces are um, a clue into how we are experiencing our yoga. <laughs> so if you are, uh, find a frown on your face, a furrowed brow, a clenched jaw, consider how uh, you might be approaching the posture or the practice with resistance. With, um, yeah, with resistance. And by softening that resistance in the face, might you be able to soften into the experience of this moment. Uncross the leg, bring the knees back to center, re-square the hips, exhale, knees release to the right. Again, option to take the right foot to the outside of the left thigh. If you have chosen to do that action, notice the effect of that action. It's likely an intensification of sensation. likely across the front of the left hip. If that intensification of sensation is too overwhelming, 
if you feel the need to, uh, for the mind to flee the body, then make a new decision. Return to a shape that feels um, expansive, but also manageable, non-threatening. Cross the ankle if you have it crossed. Bring the knees back to center. Resquare the hips. And we're going to take the right knee out to the right as though crossing the right leg in a seated position. So it's pretty, uh, just bend the knee and widen the right knee out to the right. Now we're going to take the left ankle over the right thigh. Bring the left foot to the floor. So this is uh, like a figure four pose that has fallen over on the side. So if uh, this pose is not accessible to you, figure four would be an apt uh, alternative. If this pose is um, not intense enough for you, to intensify this, lean over to the right and grab the outside of the left ankle with the right hand. Again, Left foot is grounded against the floor and the knee points upward. So we're targeting the left hip here. These are uh, somewhat passive shapes. So once you have uh, chosen the form that feels appropriate for you in this moment. Find some way to release the weight of the head, the chest and shoulders. The legs are somewhat passive as we bring attention to the left outer hip. Use breath to heighten awareness. and surrender tension. Release the ankle, bring the knees back to center. Resquare the hips, wind the left knee out to the left as though you are uh, setting up for a cross-legged seated position with the left leg. And then right ankle travels to the outside of the right thigh, foot on the floor. So take a moment to assess this initial shape. Do you uh, desire more or less from this? To back off, you might come to a figure four shape with the left shin hugging in towards the chest. To intensify, you might grab the left ankle or the right ankle with the left hand. 
leave slightly over to the left to do so. And once you have the desired shape, return to the breath. Use the breath to explore the sensation in, in this moment, in this shape. As you're ready, release the ankle if you have it, uncross the legs, re-square the hips, draw the knees into the chest. So we're going to extend the back body along the floor for what is uh, known as wind-removing pose. Wrap your arms around the fronts of your legs, grabbing wrists, forearms, or elbows. Squeeze the thighs into the abdomen. Lengthen the back of the neck along the floor, chin tilts towards the chest. Squeeze the knees in, lengthen the tailbone down. And then grab hold of the shins with the hands and start to rock along the spine. Rolling forward and back a few times. Maybe making the movement bigger each time. Next time you roll forward, plant the feet and come all the way up into a forward fold. Feet are hip width distance apart. Lift and spread the toes. Bend the knees slightly. Let the upper body hang forward. Bend the knees. Rest the torso on the thighs and grab hold of opposite wrists, forearms, or biceps. Make some movement here to release the back body. So this might mean shifting weight from right to left foot, from the front of the feet to the back of the feet. Swaying the arms from side to side, shaking the head, yes and no. Subtle movements to explore the back body and again, um, surrender tension. You might eventually Move this shape into stillness and focus on movement of energy with breath. As you inhale, imagine energy pulling from the, floor, from the earth, rising up the backs of the legs, culminating in the hips. And as you exhale, that energy cascades down the length of the spine, returning to the earth. The body, a conduit of energy. Bring your fingertips to the floor or to blocks in front of you. And now add to that length you've begun to cultivate by pressing the feet down, lifting the hips up. 
Engage the legs, draw the kneecaps in and up for Janu Bandha, knee lock. Extend down actively through the crown of the head. Widen the elbows out to either side of the room as you shrug the shoulders away from the ears to lengthen the sides of the neck. Breathe here. As you inhale next, bring the fingertips lightly to the shins and lift halfway. Push the feet down, lift the hips up, keep the legs as they were in the forward fold, and now engage the abdomen to keep the uh, middle body long. So lower ribs draw gently in and back as the tailbone extends towards the wall behind you and the heart reaches forward. Shrug the shoulder blades together behind the heart. Gaze is forward and down, lengthen through the crown of the head. This will be a, a, a posture we revisit often today. So get acquainted with this position of the upper body parallel to the floor. And then exhale, release the upper body down, fingertips to the floor or blocks. Inhale, sweep the arms out and up as you rise to stand. Reach up, palms touch overhead. Exhale, bring the hands through heart center and arms come down to the sides into Tadasana. Embody your mountain pose. Feel that you are rising out of the earth on strong legs, tall spine, broad chest. With your next inhale, sweep the arms overhead as your palms touch, look up. Exhale, gently bend the knees as you flow forward. Release the head, fingertips to the floor or blocks. Inhale, fingertips to the shins. Lift halfway. Exhale and flow forward. Head down, fingertips to the earth or blocks. Inhale, rise to stand. Push down, reach up, look up, palms touch. Exhale, hands through heart center. Tadasana. Okay, just one half Suri Namaskar A and we will transition into our C salutations. So, um, if you haven't done this with me before, then watch the first round. We'll do maybe four of these. Um, okay, so this can be done with feet together or feet apart. Feet apart will give you a little more um, uh, stability. So, if you are seeking more stability, keep the feet apart. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead, palms touch. Exhale, float forward, fingertips to the earth, release your head. Inhale, fingertips lightly to the shins, halfway lift. Exhale, sink your hips down as though you're sitting in a chair. Fingertips can come behind for support. Inhale, look forward, half awkward chair. Gaze and arms forward, waistline back, hips low. And then as you exhale next, sink the hips to the floor, sweep the legs overhead, arms overhead, and then inhale, momentum back to the feet, half chair pose. Exhale, flow forward, head down, hips high. Inhale, rise to stand, arms overhead, palms touch, look up. Exhale, back through center, Tadasana. Again, inhale, rise. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, take your seat. Inhale, arms forward, waist back. Exhale, sink the hips, sweep the legs overhead. 
Inhale, momentum forward, plant the feet, half chair. Exhale, flow forward, hips high, head low. Inhale to rise, look up, reach up. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms to the sides. Inhale, rise. Exhale, flow forward, moving with my count or your own breath. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, sink the hips. Inhale, reach forward. Exhale, sink the hips. Sweep back. Inhale, roll forward like the wave. Exhale, fold in. Inhale to rise. Reach up, look up, palms touch. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. Again, inhale up. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, rise. Exhale, sink the hips. Inhale, arms forward, waistline back. Exhale, sink the hips, sweep the legs. Inhale, forward once more, balance. Exhale, hips low, hips high, head low. Inhale to rise, reach up, sweep up, look up, palms touch. Exhale, hands through heart center, Tadasana. Reconnect with your breath. Push the feet down, grow the tall, the spine tall. And we're going to do our crescentine shapes. So you might either step your inner feet together or grab a block to put between your thighs with your feet hip width distance apart. Stand in Tadasana, pushing down through the feet, engage the legs, Janubanda, kneecaps in and up. Lift through the front of the pelvis as you lengthen down through the tailbone. Shoulders back, collarbones broad, heart blooming. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead, interlace the fingers, cross the thumbs, point the index fingers skyward. Grow tall as you inhale next. Exhale, upper body leans to the left. Square the hips and shoulders forward. So, this is a chance where you're making a decision again. Do you keep the arms overhead? If this is painful for the low back, I would suggest bringing the left hand to the hip for support of the low back, keeping the tailbone lengthening down as you push the chest up. Okay, another option, keep the gaze forward or start to turn the gaze up beyond the right tricep muscles towards the ceiling. Keep breathing. Notice the face. What is the face telling you about your experience of this moment? Can you soften the face, soften into the moment, ground the right heel, Ease the hips to the right, pull the arms to the left, breathe along the right side, creating space, expansion, strength, stability. Inhale back through center. Switch the interlace of your fingers, opposite thumb in front, push down through the feet, grow up through the waistline, exhale, upper body leans right, hips shift left, squeeze the block or legs together, square the hips and chest forward, make the decision to keep the hands as they are or support the low back with the right hand on the hip. Make the decision to keep the gaze forward or start to turn the gaze up beyond the left tricep muscles. Notice the face. Soften the face, arrive in the moment, connect with the left side body, and breathe.
inhale back to center, release the arms down, maybe some shoulder rolls forward and back. Okay, what's next? Uh, back bend. So you can keep the block there or bring the feet together. Um, interlace your fingers behind your back. With your knuckles at your sacral spine, encourage your lower spine to lengthen down. So look at me. Uh, my tailbone's tilted back. My ribs are jutting forward. I'm going to tone the legs, lengthen the tailbone down, lift the chest up. Point the elbows towards the back wall to expand and bloom my chest, bloom my heart. Look up, chin up. Breathe into the heart space. With each breath, the petals of the lotus heart uh, unfurl. Okay, extend the knuckles towards the floor. Keep the hands interlaced, but try to pull them apart. Feel how that pulling apart engages the shoulder blades together behind the heart and pushes the heart skyward. Choose to stay here or begin to look along the ceiling towards the back wall as you know, as we move into the unknown. Okay, look back, curl back. And then chest forward, shoulders forward, head comes up last if you'd like, roll the shoulders. Forward a few times, back a few times. Okay, so there were some decisions that you guys were making there. <laughs> I know I'm giving a lot of instruction, but even within the instruction, there are things that you have to make choices for yourself. So one thing that I didn't um, address in that was whether you keep the head lifted or you release the head back. So often I'm just I'm just gonna release my head back. I'm someone who uh, likes to put my head back. I don't feel like I have issue with it in my neck or upper back. If I began to have issue with it, I would change my tune. I would do it a different way. So uh, these are things where, uh, what do you call it, risk? You know, it's like risk-reward management that we're doing in uh, the choices we make for our practice. So, um, so we're going to do another back bend. Consider the choices you're making. <laughs> Tone the legs, lengthen down through the tailbone, lift through the front of the pelvis. This time we're going to take goalpost arms, football goalposts, elbows in towards the armpits, chest curls open, gaze goes up. Again, breathe into the heart space, expanding the lotus. Look up, look back, choose to stay here, or begin to curl back into the unknown. Imagine the head supported in someone's hand if you're trying to keep the neck long. If not, you can release the head back. Heart continues to lift, feet ground, legs, tone, tailbone. Reaches to the floor as heart lifts up, curl back, look back. And then chest forward, arms forward, head comes up last. Roll the shoulders a few times forward, a few times back. <sighs> okay.
If you have the block, remove the block from between your thighs. Bend the knees gently, sweep the arms up, exhale and fold forward. Fingertips to the floor or to blocks in front of you, slowly release your head down. So this is quite a counter pose to our back bend. So start to walk out the legs, bending one knee and then the other, releasing through the low spine. Let the head hang forward. And uh, if it feels okay for the knees, bend the knees forward, lift onto the toes, sink the hips down to the heels. Do that once to release the low back. Do it twice. And go for it. Do it a third time. Why the heck not? Okay. So come back to a forward fold, and if you have blocks, use them now. So take your two blocks at their highest setting, Place them about a foot or 18 inches in front of your toes, and then bring your hands to the block. So we're coming to a supported halfway lifted position. So I have the, I have the benefit of looking into the computer screen here to see if my, uh, my chest is parallel to the floor. So although I think there can be a lot of, uh, <laughs> there can be, you know, I think that using a mirror to practice can be really challenging because we start to get um, attached to what the poses should look like um, in, you know, in ways that make you feel good and in ways that make you feel bad. But um, the, what the mirror has to offer is uh, letting you know if your body is in the position that you think it's in. So sometimes we think we are uh, moving in a specific way. We think we um, have brought our chest parallel to the floor and then you look in the mirror and you find that your chest is nowhere near parallel to the floor. So then, uh, then you get that information and then you decide what to do next. So uh, if you've never practiced in front of the mirror, um, I would encourage you to do so. It's, it's an interesting challenge, especially uh, a challenge that um, should hopefully would feel more comfortable doing in uh, the comfort of your own home rather than in a studio setting. So this might be a good time to try it if you haven't done it before. Okay, enough about that. We're in this halfway lifted position. And let's start by taking, uh, shifting weight to the right leg, keeping the hips as they are as you extend the left leg straight back. So this is um, starting the warrior, two, warrior three position. Left toes turn down, likely the left outer hip needs to wrap towards the floor. So that's something that happens in this pose unexpectedly is the left hip lifts higher than the right hip. You might keep a gentle bend to the right knee as you push the right foot into the floor and then sweep the arms out to the height of the shoulders. Now you're flying. Keep breathing as you fly. Use the strength of your core, lower ribs in and back, Tailbone lengthens towards the heel as the heel reaches back, heart reaches forward, extend through the crown of the head for five, four, three, two, one. Hands back to the blocks, bend the right knee, and bring the left foot to the floor. 
You can uh, shift the hips side to side, bending each knee. Equalizing uh, sensation in the legs a little bit after that long hold. And then we'll do the second side. So uh, keep the fingertips on the blocks, chest parallel to the floor, shift weight to the left foot, bend the left knee as you reach the right leg straight up and back. So heel is attempting to lift to the height of the hip, wrap the right outer hip down, push through the heel, keep the chest squared towards the floor, and then sweep the arms out. Warrior three, Virabhadrasana three, push down through the left foot, perhaps keeping a gentle bend in the left leg, reach out through the fingertips, keep that sense of stability and strength at your core, move from that space, back through the heel and the tailbone, forward through the heart and the head, for five, four, three, two, and one. Fingertips to the blocks, right foot to the floor, walk out, walk out the hips. Okay. So now we're going to, I know for me, uh, as we transition into uh, half moon, I'm going to want a lower setting for my blocks. So I'm going to bring my blocks to their lowest setting. Um, find out what feels appropriate for you. Bring your fingertips on tented fingers so the chest is going to be a little lower than parallel to the floor as we move into half moon. Okay. Ground through the right leg, extend the left leg back, and then bring the uh, left hand to the hip as you lift the left hip on top of the right hip. Right toes continue to point towards the top of the mat, push back through the left foot, lengthen back through the tailbone, extend forward through the crown of the head, stack the shoulders, and perhaps take the left arm to the sky. Perhaps look towards the left. All of these things are choices you can make. Make the choice. Notice the effects of your choice. Decide to stay with what you've chosen or decide to pivot. Okay, option two, bend, point the left toes, bend the left knee, and for today, reach for the inside of the left foot with the left hand to bind. Pull the heel in towards the hip, Push the foot into the hand, left shoulder blade onto the back of the chest. Push down through the right leg. Soften in the face. Breathe and explore. Fall and return. Okay, release the foot if you have it. Bring the left hand to the block. Wrap the right outer hip or the left outer hip down. Push into the right foot and then sweep the right arm up. So coming to a revolved half moon. Paravrita, Ardha Chandrasana. Stack the shoulders. Maybe look up. Lift through the back leg. Push through the heel. Back through the tailbone. Forward through the heart and the crown of the head. Breathe and explore. Then hand down, foot down, walk it out. And we got one more side. Okay, so that was left leg lifted, so we're going to uh, ground through the left foot and lift the right leg. 
Left fingertips on the block, right hand to the right hip. Wrap the right hip on top of the left hip, push down through the left foot. Stack the hips, stack the shoulders, right arm up. Whew. Push through the right heel, forward through the crown of the head. As I mentioned yesterday, I don't always offer the easiest way into the poses. Uh, by, by coming into a shape in a new way, you might have uh, access to new, um, a new perspective on the pose. Okay, stay or bind by pointing the right toes, bend the right knee, and today reach for the inside of the foot or ankle. With the right hand, kick the foot into the hand, reach back with the knee, let, let the right shoulder be drawn deeply onto the back of the chest. Soften the gaze. Fall and return. Keep breathing. Okay, if you have the foot, release it. Right hand back to the block. Right outer hip wraps to the floor. Press down through your left leg. Revolve the right ribs towards the left. Stack the left shoulder on top of the right. Paravrita Ardha Tadrasana revolves half moon. Lift through the back inner thigh. Push through the heel. Lengthen through the tailbone. Reach through the heart. Extend through the crown of the head. Broaden across the chest. Soften the face and breathe for five, four, three, two, and one. Look down, hand down, foot down, walk it out. Whew. <sighs> okay. Take your blocks off to the side of your mat and step down into a tabletop position. Let's begin our cat and cow shapes. So spread the fingers and palms, plant the wrists below the shoulders, knees are hip width distance. Inhale, tailbone and gaze, lift into cow pose. And exhale, round the spine. Chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, dome the back body in cat. And inhale to cow, move through these two poses with the pace of your own breath. And I like, some, I like to mix, mix it up, place um, cow pose at a different point in the practice to really create a different effect in, these, in this sequence. So often, this is encountered early on in the practice. Now we're kind of midway. Notice what and where you're feeling and consider how what we have already done is influencing uh, your experience in these two shapes. Consider the decisions you are making. Consider the experience you are having. and decide if you would like to make a different decision. Decide if there is some modification to these movements that you'd like to make to explore something new. In the name of discovery. Okay, come back to a neutral spine and press your way into a tabletop or a plank position. 
Spread the fingers and the palms. Plant the uh, shoulders above the wrists. And we are going to do, do something new today. So you can uh, align shoulders, hips, and knees. If the hips are swaying way down towards the floor, draw back through the sides of the waistline, engage the legs. If the hips are still lower than the shoulders and heels, bring the knees down. Okay, right shoulder, right hand to right to left shoulder. Right hand down. Left hand to right shoulder. Left hand down. Right hand to left shoulder. Right hand down. Left hand to right shoulder. Left hand down. One more time. Right hand to left shoulder. Right hand down. Left hand to right shoulder. Left hand down. Press the hips up and back. Downward facing dog. Find your doggy. Get acquainted. Maybe go for a little walk. And then bring your dog to stillness. Bend the knees. Look forward. Push the hands down and forward to reach the hips up and back. Connect the shoulder blades together behind the heart. And then release the head downward. Draw back through the lower front ribs. And begin to extend the heels down towards the floor. Lift into the front of the kneecaps. Lengthen down the backs of the legs. Inhale, left leg lifts straight up and back. Three-legged dog lift to the top of your mat. Exhale, lunge the left foot between the hands. Explore your lunge. Broaden your collarbones. Lift through the back inner thigh. Reach back with the tailbone and heel. Reach forward with the gaze and heart. Soften the face. Arrive in the moment. And now... You might find some padding to place underneath the right knee as you bring it down to the floor. Bring the hands to the front thigh. Press your elbows straight. Prop up your chest. Draw the lower ribs in and back. Lift the heart up. Choose to stay here or point the right toes. Bend the right knee. Reach back for the inside of the foot. Pull the heel towards the outer hip. Choose to stay here, or begin to melt the hips down and forward. Keeping the right outer hip, right outer ribs, wrapping towards the front of the mat. Scissor the legs in, left foot pulls back, right knee draws forward. Choose to stay here, or left arm reaches to the sky. Choose to stay here, or look up. Again, the choices that you make in your practice are for you. Notice the effect of your choices. Try to cultivate acceptance around where you are as a means of moving forward. As a means of uh, ever, uh, ever, um, (laughs) an ever, what do you call it, unfurling lotus heart. Okay, release the foot wherever you're at. Hands frame the front leg. And then send the hips back. Slide the left heel forward for a runner stretch. Around the spine, over the left leg, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee. Lengthen through the heel. Pull back through the left toes. Breathe into the back body. 
back to the left foot, plant the hands, send the left leg back, downward facing dog. If you'd like, follow me through a set of five push-ups. Inhale forward into plank or plank on the knees. Exhale, lower down with control. Inhale, press up, lifting through the sides of the waistline. Exhale, hip shift back one. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale, press, exhale back two. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale, press, exhale back three. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale, press, exhale back four. Last one, inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale, press, exhale back five. Right leg lifts straight up and back. Look to the top of the mat and lunge the right foot forward between the hands, setting up in your initial lunge. Fingertips on either side of the front foot, on the mat or on blocks. Collarbones broaden. Bet lift through the back thigh, press through the back heel, lengthen through the tailbone. Reach forward with the gaze and heart. Left knee to the floor or the mat or the pad, whatever's back there. Hands to the front thigh, interlace the fingers, press the elbows straight, prop up the chest, lower ribs in and back, tailbone long. Choose to stay here or point the left toes. Bend the left knee, reach back for the inside of the left foot with the hand or with the strap. Pull the heel towards the outer hip. And then choose to stay here, revolving the left ribs, left shoulder forward, square the chest forward, or melt the hips down and forward. Pull the heel towards the outer hip, quad stretch, psoas stretch, melt the tailbone down, lift the heart up, choose to stay here, or right arm skyward. Gaze forward or gaze up. Release, send the hips back, right toes to the ceiling, fold over the right leg, runner stretch, melt the forearms towards the floor, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee or shin, awareness in the back body, lengthening the back of the right leg, engage the right leg, right kneecap draws in and up. Okay, shift forward, press back, downward facing dog. Option to join me in a second set of five push-ups. For you push-up lovers out there, inhale forward, exhale lower, inhale press, exhale back, downward facing dog. Inhale forward, exhale lower, inhale press, exhale back two. Inhale forward, exhale lower, inhale press, exhale back three. Inhale forward, exhale lower, inhale press, exhale back four, last one, inhale forward, exhale lower, inhale press, exhale hip shift back, downward facing dog, remove padding if you have it, bring your knees back down to a tabletop position. Let me check the time, <laughs> see what we have time for. Oh, 
You're in luck. We have time for um, our cow face pose. So um, <laughs> if you were with me yesterday, you might already know what's coming. But uh, we are going to attempt a one-legged uh, king pigeon pose today. So to, um, to, to get more out of the hips and to get more out of the shoulders here, we're going to do a cow face pose. So um, follow me through these instructions and then see if this works for you. <laughs> left foot comes between the hands. Right knee inches towards the left. Left foot inches towards the right hand. Then point the left toes and then slide the left shin to the outside of the right shin. All 10 toes pointing towards the back of your mat. This might require some uh, movement of the calf, the left calf with the right hand. Okay, all 10 toes point back. Being mindful of the knees, sit your hips back towards your heels. So this can be a challenging pose just to sit up in. If this is inaccessible, then widen the feet apart, stack the knees on top, and sit between the heels with the feet, uh, the outer edges of the feet on the floor. So I think in uh, yin they call this shoelace, uh, shoelace legs. I could be wrong. Um, <laughs> also, uh, have a strap handy. So um, if you can get to this version of cow pose with the knees pointing forward, toes pointed back, hovering over the heels or sitting on the heels, but you can't uh, balance here, then I would uh, encourage using a block underneath the left hip. That helps me out. Or find some other way to prop the pose. Okay. Take, uh, take the right hand with the strap. Extend the right arm towards the ceiling. Left arm out to left. Palm faces the back wall. Bend the left elbow. Bend the right elbow. Reach for the strap or fingertips behind the back. Gaze forward. Again, let the, uh, let the face be a window into your experience. By softening the brow, relaxing the cheeks, unclenching the jaw, can you uh, more fully arrive in the sensations of this moment. Hug the left shoulder gently onto the back of the chest. Keep the clasp of the hands and pull the elbows apart. Right elbow uh, skyward, left elbow earthward. Lower ribs in and back so the lower spine lengthens. You may choose to hinge at the hips and fold forward. You may make that choice. Decide that it is inappropriate for this moment. Come back up. So again, there's a lot of choice that you're making throughout the practice. Be aware of the choices you're making and the reactions to those choices. And let your choices reflect your intention for the practice. So if your intention is to be pushing your boundaries, how do your choices reflect that? If your intention is to be very, um, to listen to your body and back off when there, you meet with resistance, then how are your choices meeting that intention? If your intention is to just breathe consciously throughout the practice, 
Notice how your choices promote that decision or promote that uh, intention. Okay, release the hands. Come forward of the knees. Uncross the legs in tabletop. And then we'll bring the right foot between the hands. Walk the right foot towards the left hand. Left knee over to the right a few inches. Point the right toes. Send the right shin back to the outside of the left shin. All ten toes point towards the back wall. Perhaps some movement of the right calf back and to the left so that you can sit back towards the heels. Again, if this is painful for the knees, it would be best to find a different shape. Okay, maybe support the right hip on some padding. Maybe take the ankles apart and take a seat on the sits bones. Left arm with the strap overhead. Bend the left elbow, tap the base of the neck, elbow up. Right arm out to the right, palm faces back. Bend the elbow, reach for fingertips or strap behind you. Hug the right shoulder onto the back of the chest. Reach up through the left elbow. Clasp the hands tightly as you uh, extend the left elbow scattered, right elbow towards the earth. Lower ribs in and back, gaze forward, soften the face. Choose to hinge forward. Consider your choices. Consider your intentions. Okay, release the hands, come forward of the knees, uncross the legs. You might uh, tap, push, uh, kick the tops of your feet into the floor, tuck your toes under, sit back on the heels, and we are going to prepare for our peak pose today. Um, Akapada Kapotasana, one-legged king pigeon pose. So get, uh, if you have a strap, it will be useful here, uh, make a wide loop in your strap. If you don't have a strap, I'll give you, try to give you a, um, uh, a satisfying modification. Okay, have your strap handy and your, as well as your blocks and blankets as you step back into downward facing dog. So this is our last, uh, last uh, big pose, last uh, active pose. So bring your energy into this moment. Push back with the hips, push forward with the hands, left leg lift straight up and back, bend the knee, heel towards the hips, stack the left hip on top of the right hip, push the hands down and forward, and then look to the top of the mat, lunge the left shin forward. So rather than setting up for the pigeon pose where we're really targeting the left outer hip, we're going to pull the right heel, the left heel in towards the right hip. Make sure the left knee is bent and is wider than the left hip. 
Trace the right leg straight back and tuck the toes under. We want the hips to be equal distance from the floor. So if you are sitting on the left hip and the right hip is lifted up away from the floor, then slide some padding in the form of a blanket or a block or a, you know, dictionary underneath your left hip. And then to the best of your ability, come to an upright position. Draw the right knee forward, pull the left shin back. Wrap the right outer hip, right outer ribs, right chest forward to square your chest towards the room in front of you. Draw in and up on the pelvic floor, Mula Banda. Lengthen down through the tailbone. And choose to stay here or point the right toes. Bend the right knee and pull the right heel in towards the right hip. So this is a modification that you might choose to stay with if you don't have the strap. If you have the strap, take this loop with your right hand and bring it around your right foot. Hold the loop in your right hand and then draw the right elbow forward so it's pointing towards the front of the room and then reach back with the left hand and use both hands to hold the strap as your elbows start to point forward and up. Wrap the right outer hip forward, wrap the right ribs forward, make the strap the loop is smaller by walking your hands towards your foot. It doesn't really make the loop smaller. It just gets your foot close, hands closer to your foot. Okay. Lift through the back of the heart. Lift the gaze. Bloom the heart. Lift through the heart. Curl back. Reach back. Maybe fingertips reach the foot. Maybe toes touch the head. Okay, release whatever you've done. Ha! That pose uh, is a... <laughs> that pose takes a while. So if, that, if this is your first introduction to it, um, know, that, uh, know that that's one that... Uh, if you want to do that pose, you've got to set intention to practice it on a regular basis. I mean, for most of us. Maybe you're just flexible in that way, but... Um, for most of us, that's a pose that really requires some intention. It's like, ooh, I want the feeling of my body in that shape. And then you have to set some goals to get there. Okay, so, um, but we've made some good headway in this, in this um, direction today. Okay, so let's go back to down dog to, uh, to visit the other side. Hands down and forward, hips up and back. Left leg lifts, knee Sorry, didn't we already do left leg? Right leg lifts, heel to the hip, stack the hips, push back with the right knee, look to the top of the mat, and lunge now the right shin forward. Right knee is wider than the right hip, right toes uh, point, heel in towards the left hip, trace the left leg back, toes tucked, square the hips and chest forward, open the chest, Drop the right hip, walk the hands back, point the left toes, bend the left knee, reach back to the inside of the foot, pull the heel towards the outer hip, wrap the hip forward, ribs forward, chest forward, choose to stay here, or use your strap, 
If the loop was too big or too small on the first side, adjust. Loop the strap around the foot. Hold the strap with the left, I'm holding it with the thumb, and then wrap the left elbow forward and up. So the elbow is pointing to the top, uh, that's towards the ceiling. Right hand grabs the loop, right elbow points towards the ceiling, scissor the legs in, draw up Mula Bandha down through the tailbone, open the heart, foot towards the head, head towards the foot, Uh, gracefully <laughs> remove yourself from that shape. Come back for one final downward facing dog. Get acquainted. Bend the knees. Look forward. Press the hands down forward. Shoulder blades together on the heart. Press the belly back towards the thighs. And then release the head. Lower ribs in and back. Lengthen down through the heels. Lift through the kneecaps. Release the head. And then knees to the floor, swing your legs forward. And before we get any further, let's bring the base of the uh, mat to the base of an uninterrupted wall space. Turn to face the wall. Take your arms out to a T. Feet as wide as the mat. This will look familiar. This is just how we started the practice. Lying on our mats. Exhale, knees release to the left. Inhale, knees through center. Exhale, knees to the right. Again, inhale, center. Exhale, left. Inhale, center, and exhale, right. Inhale, center, heels into the hips. Draw the left knee in, toward, in and up towards the left armpit. Squeeze it in. Squeeze it up. Take hold of the foot with both hands. Interlace the fingers if that's accessible. Push your, feet into, push your left foot into your interlaced hands or unlaced fingers. And then pull the knee down for half happy baby. Choose to stay here. Extend the right leg straight. Ooh, the wall's there. That's a nice, um, that's a nice caveat to this pose. So if your right foot is pressing into the wall, notice the effect of that. This could be my new, uh, new favorite way of practicing this pose with the right leg straight and the foot pushing into the wall. Find your breath. Release the left foot back to the floor. Right knee draws in and up towards the right armpit. Squeeze it in, squeeze it up. Transition to half happy baby. Grab hold of the outside of the foot with the right hand, inside of the foot with the left hand. Perhaps interlace the fingers. Push the foot into the hands. Pull the knee down towards the floor. You might extend the left leg straight. If the wall's there, push the foot into the wall.
release the right foot, draw both knees into the chest, wrap the arms around the fronts of the legs, when removing pose again, feet relax side by side, hug the thighs into the abdomen, lengthen the low spine, tilt the chin towards the chest to lengthen the back of the neck, squeeze in, and then roll into a ball, squeeze again, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knees, tailbone tilts towards the heels, so less of your back body is on the floor, giving yourself a big tight squeeze. And then let it go. Make any final subtle movements before making your way to legs up the wall today. So bring, if you have a blanket, a firm pillow, or a bolster, bring it to the base of the wall. Gather your uh, comfort items. So whether it be a, a special sweater or a pair of socks that you like to put on, before practicing your savasana, gather those things. Uh, help yourself arrive. Make a little ritual out of this pose. So if you're taking legs up the wall, uh, take the legs up the wall. <laughs> Scooch your hips up onto the uh, blanket, pillow, or bolster. Since we already have a loop in our straps, Take the loop so it's about a foot wide and then loop it around the ankles. Extend the legs back up towards the ceiling, soles of the feet towards the ceiling and then release the legs. And you have that nice uh, loop there keeping the feet from falling. Arms at your sides, palms turn up, shoulders tuck in. And as um, as I find the words. As I offered yesterday this uh, analogy of moving through the body as though moving through a, a large building where all the inhabitants are either um, maybe all the inhabitants of the building are going to sleep and you're going through all the rooms turning off the lights perhaps bidding the body sweet dreams. Starting with the toes. Survey the toes for activity. Encourage the toes to rest. Turn out the lights. Traveling up through the feet, each foot, each ankle. Send a message of to rest. Each shin and calf, 
each knee and thigh put to rest. Moving up into the space of the pelvis, the abdomen, surveying the spaces of the inner body for Sustained activity, sustained um, tension, and encouraging movement into stillness, peacefulness. Then move into the fingers, each hand. Visit the neck, the throat, about the contents of the head, rest. And turn off the porch light, soften the face. And at the hearth, at the hearth of your heart,
begin to reanimate fingers and toes. You might choose to rock arms and legs from side to side. As you're ready, bend the knees, slide the feet down the wall, remove the strap. Extend the left arm along the left ear, roll onto the left side of the body, transitioning from a corpse pose into a fetal position. Reconnect with breath. As you're ready, push your way into a seated position, keeping the eyes closed. Close practice by chanting OM three times. If you'd like, bring your hands either together at your heart center or onto your heart. Exhale and inhale for the first of three OMs. Thank you for your presence, your, de your devotion to the practice. The light in me recognizes and bows to the light in each of you. Namaste. Thank you for being here this morning, uh, for the live viewers and for anybody who is um, engaging with the recorded uh, classes. Um, please get in touch with me if you have any questions uh, about today's practice or about my um, offerings in general. Um, I would love to hear from you. Um, I appreciate when I do. Uh, yeah, so if there's anything you would like to do more of, or uh, anything that I haven't been doing that you would like to practice, um, let me know. I will try to accommodate. Um, I've not chosen um, a organization to uh, raise funds for in uh, September, so let me know if you have any input on that, if there's a, a local Georgia or Athens um, nonprofit that you feel particularly passionate about that does um, good work for the community, please let me know and I will take that into consideration. Um, yeah, so 
Again, please get in touch. If you have my phone number, you can use that. If not, uh, please email me as AthensPublic at gmail.com. So um, thank you guys again. And uh, I will be um, changing the schedules starting uh, next Tuesday.